Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection Now with your hosts, Jean Victoria Norlock and Rico Shields, bringing your inner light to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody, to this edition of Everyday Connection Now. I am, yet again, Rico Shields, and far to my north, where it's probably not as warm as it is here in Costa Rica, Jean Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jean? I'm, I'm actually pretty good. Um, it's not as cold as you would think for this time of the year. Our snow started melting today. That was cool. Wow. Yeah, we pretty much have all our brown, dead grass back now. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm good. It's been an interesting week and a half for me. Um, interesting. I was just starting to get better, and because I've been dealing, I well, challenge. Yeah, well, because I've been dealing with some um, adrenal gland issues that have caused major fatigue and depression symptoms. However, I've started taking the once we finally figured out what it was, finally taking you know, I started taking the the supplements and the support and, and taking the right the right vitamins and stuff to help that problem along. I was just getting better and then our twelve year old brought home a stomach flu that I swear I was lying in my bed and just like thinking back with Fond, fond thoughts, reminiscing about the mornings after in college. I was thinking, wow, I'd love to be only that sick again. Because um, <laughs> the most vicious, nasty little virus. And I know I posted a video a while back, you know, make friends with your virus. But I'm telling you guys, this time I, I couldn't do it. This nasty little bug just wouldn't let me go. It was just like hanging on and hanging on and hanging on. And a week later, my fever finally broke and I got out of bed. But I was in bed for a week. I I don't recall ever being that sick for like years since my back went. Three years ago, I haven't been in bed for a week. It was the weirdest, weird situation I've ever been in. But oh my goodness, does it ever make you appreciate health? That's all I got to say. I've been bouncing around the house for the last three days, getting lots of stuff done because I feel great compared to what I felt like last week. <laughs> Woohoo! Health is awesome. Uh, I guess one of those opportunities for gratitude. I don't know. That Thanks, always works. George, for that one. I, you know, I really didn't need that adventure. But <laughs> yeah, um, crazy. Just crazy. Well, this finishing out 2013 thing, and, you know, we did have a whole bunch of activity and stuff that went on that week, and 
Um, and I've not been able to accomplish very much. I'm, I've accomplished the things I have to accomplish to get out of the country. Um, I just need paperwork on Molly, and I'm good to go. Uh, but uh, I haven't been able to accomplish very much else. And uh, and oddly enough, almost all of the things that I've personally repaired to make the Pegasus house all wonderful, they've all started it's like going in reverse. All the stuff that I fixed, like the last thing I fixed was the first thing to break, and it's like going right back out backwards. Weird, weird energies going on, I guess. Um, but hey, I'm glad you feel better and that we're back here doing yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's a last-ditch cleansing. Um, one of the things, I, I was talking to a friend of mine about it, and I said, one of the things that that you you have when you're in bed sick for a week is is time and so you you literally have a week of doing nothing thinking and and she jokingly said oh you poor thing like that must have been horrific and i said no it really wasn't because i needed that i needed i needed and this is probably why i got so sick for so long because i needed a viable excuse to not be on the computer, to not be contacting people, to not be answering the phone, to not be dealing with banking issues, to not be taking care of the kids, to not be taking care of the house, so that I could just sit and think and decide what it was I wanted to do with my life. And that's what I did for a week. I sat there. I felt sorry for myself half the time, and the other half the time I was thinking, okay, when I get better, what do I want to do with my life? What do I want to do next? I've done this and this and this. What's my next step? So, you know, it's... Now I'm feeling better. Now I can take the steps I need to take to, and really random story on on the back of that. Um, and here in Quebec, it's law that by December 15th you have to have snow tires. Brilliant law. Thank you guys for that one. It's very intelligent. Lot less accidents because people can be a little bit moronic with regards to the tire thing. Um, but so I went to get snow tires at a new garage, and this wonderful older good old boy who owns the garage drove me home and you know we had a great conversation in the car um well his boys were fixed in my car and we're talking and we're talking about how i used to spend time in the garage it broke my back and i couldn't finish school for mechanics and all that stuff and i i, I said you know i miss it though and i'm telling him that i'm missing i'm missing it and that i was missing because I'm out here in the country and I've been always been working with people and I'm not with people anymore. I'm like, I'm kind of missing it. I'm missing being out in the public. I'm missing, I'm feeling isolated. I'm feeling a little bit like I need to get back in, into the world. And he just looks at me and he goes, so are you looking for work? And I'm like, and I'm thinking about it because I haven't really been looking for work. But I'm like, yeah, you know, now that you asked me the question, yeah, I kind of am. And randomly, out of nowhere, the subject had not come up. He looks at me and goes, what do you know about art? And I'm like, what? We're yeah, because y'all have been art. talking about you being and a mechanic and stuff. Mechanics. Where did that come from? He's like, my... Right. I hadn't mentioned my books. I hadn't mentioned the radio show. I hadn't mentioned my art. None of it. It's just randomly out of nowhere. What do you know about art? Apparently, his wife is part of this massive group of artists, local artists, and they all do showings at a big studio in Montreal. 
and they're looking for somebody to join their team. So now I have her contact information, and I can give her a call. And he's actually, because he was driving me home, because my car was getting fixed, and he was driving me home so I didn't have to wait at the garage, he had the opportunity to actually come into the house and see some of my art. So that was, it was really random and really cool, and it kind of made me think, yeah, you know, that would be fun to be not just working in my studio by myself, to be but part of an artistic team doing work like that would be fantastic. So it made me put a, a new dynamic to my thinking with regards to my art. Like, wouldn't it be fun if I could work with a team of artists instead of just doing solo art here, but a team of artists doing murals or, or, or stuff like that? And so it's, it's given me something to think on, and now I can contact this woman. Her husband has already told her about me, and I can give her a, a shout and say, hey, you know, I'd, I'd love an introduction into the artist community here. And she, she's been in the community for something like 30 years. So it's, it's such a random encounter, but it's one of those things. I was feeling so good because I'd just gotten feeling better from being so sick that I was all enthusiastic and I was very friendly, very outgoing, just very conversational, very energetic. And I guess it's just at the right place at the right time and how random. We're talking about cars and what do you know about art? But that's the way it works. That's totally what the synchronicity, that's the way it works. It's like you don't know where your next next is coming from. But keep your eyes open because, bloody hell, it can come out of anywhere, including the garage, the local mechanic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but that's and, yeah, that's my crazy tale. Well, and it's been a crazy, crazy time. And uh, but it's interesting because um, there's been a lot of that energy of you know let's get back out there and and do it. I I know there was a um, uh, a recent piece from Meredith Murphy. Um, Archangel Michael, you know, um, it's time to get out there and, you know, there's a world out there. It, it you know, has people and places and things and, uh, let's see, uh, to arrive in this state of being, each of you is taking a very challenging journey and now the adventure continues, only now it, the adventure is for you in this entirely new way of, you know, uh, reintroducing yourself to life, to the world, to people, to places, to experiences. And um, I've, been, I've been feeling it because it's, it's what went almost like shut down on me down here in Costa Rica is I wanna, I'm ready to, this has been an incredible thing. It, it, it's, I have feeling in my toes. I've cut my meds in half. I am tremendously healthier than I was and, and have done tremendous amounts of in, inside work. Uh, I even made Gene proud, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Listener, because I noticed that the moths like to play in the ceiling fans. She was like, that's just awesome. I can't believe you bothered to take the time to notice. And uh, But now I'm ready to, like, go, you know. And... Um, it's interesting because we, we touched on this. Uh, tonight's guest that we'll introduce in just a minute uh, was talking with uh, Addison Arthur and I this morning 
uh, Addison is the fellow that I'm working with on this radio network idea. And, um, well, idea. We're beyond the idea phase far and away. We've spent money. We've, you know, it's happening. Uh, early 2014. And... Um, uh, the same thing came up about, you know, it's time to get out there. And uh, so I, I, apparently it must be. And uh, But I wondered, too, about, you know, a, a, a physical release and cleansing. Because this adrenaline thing, uh, adrenal fatigue thing, may have been going on with you for some 20 years. Yes. Yes. And, and it, it's... It's really, again, it was another George moment. I mean, I, I just got to the point, and, and our listeners, our regular listeners know that I've had an ongoing struggle with health, my fracture in my spine, the herniated disc, the fibromyalgia. The C-Veg was a godsend. It's still doing its trick, but it wasn't enough. And what is causing this? What is causing these crashes? What's causing this problem? And I finally just got pissed off just pissed off, just sick of being sick. And I said, all right, George, I've had enough. What the hell is wrong with me? And George says, you're an adrenaline junkie, but you don't do anything anymore that piques your adrenaline and your adrenal glands have gone bye-bye. They're not working. And so I look back on my life, and I am an adrenaline junkie. I mean, I was a waitress for 15 years. I... My peak performance is always when there's a struggle, when there's a challenge. When they, I mean, you have to put something up in my face, and i got to overcome it for me to be at my best. And that's how I've always been. So, yes, I'm an adrenaline junkie, but why is that? Right now, now that I'm taking the supplements, Rick, I don't need the adrenaline to feel good. I just feel good. I was sitting in the bank today waiting for like 15 minutes for them to open their doors. And I was just leaning against the wall, staring out the window, looking at the scenery because we have mountains in the background here. It was freaking fantastic. I was just so calm and just so happy, though. Mm -hmm. Just happy. Just to be still. I haven't felt that way in a very, very long time. So... Again, it's back to that, you know, one of the things I really appreciate about Jewish faith is that they encourage you to argue with God. Sometimes you just got to say enough's enough. You got to get pissed off and you got to ask your guides. No, you have to tell your guides that you've had enough and you want answers to your problems. Because they'll give them to you, but... You have to put your foot down. You have to say, you know, because they need to know. Your guides need to know that you are ready to get healthy, that you are ready to get well. They're not going to give you the answers if they don't think that you're ready to receive them. Well, if they think you need another excuse to sit on the couch and do nothing. Particularly something long. And that's what happened. I got pissed off. Long breath like that that's been going on for 20 years. They probably were telling you for five years and then you know like okay well wait for her to bring it up i guess uh because i've had that with long-running yeah, things you know. of mine and uh, but i think i do think and we've talked about this on the show before uh and then we got to talking about it when you were feeling so poorly 
uh, I believe that addiction to adrenaline, adrenaline, adrenaline addiction, is one of the modern plagues almost, particularly in developed societies where everybody has, you know, you think about it, you get your, you get your TV with a, in all those shows, somebody's getting shot and killed and their boyfriend's leaving them and their husband's sleeping with the girl down the hall and, 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 uh, your drama, cell phone's drama, drama. ringing, somebody drama. else's cell phone is ringing, something, somebody cuts you off in traffic. All of these things cause your old-fashioned, good old, saved us many times, fight-or-flight reaction system to go off. But, you know, I can tell you, I'm right here in the jungle. There's things probably, now that it's nighttime, there's probably things within 10 meters that could do me some damage. But I am not... It, the adrenaline flush of fight or flight only happens when it's like now, when it's like in your face. Otherwise, it just doesn't come up. And that constant dosing with the adrenaline is is tearing people up. But I know that health is one of the passions of our of tonight's guests. I suppose we should yeah, uh, let's bring, bring her on to talk about bring her on and we'll love talk to about hear her this insight some. in this. I, I, my intuition, and, um, I don't know anything about her, but my intuition tells him that she, or tells me that she uh, might have a lot to say about this particular issue. It's entirely possible. Because uh, adrenaline addiction is a huge problem. We have with us an author, uh, radio host, like real in the studio with the Big Boy Toys radio host, and um, uh, activist, and, Woo! well... Cam Allison Williams. Welcome, Cam. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. Well, actually, I have a cold. <laughs> We're talking about a health activist. And um, I do have a lot to say. And I, Bummer. And I really, I, Nikki, Nikki Jean, I really appreciate your honesty about what you're going through. And authentic is uh, it's a huge piece that many of us uh, that are choosing to sort of look inside and, and share our experiencing right now. So I, I appreciate your authentic story. And I also loved uh, your story about being synchronistic with the, the fact that you were going to go get your tires changed out. And then all of a sudden this led to that. So you fascinated me by the word synchronistic kept coming up and coming up and coming up. And it's definitely what I'm uh, experiencing in my life and, hearing from so many of the people that I'm in contact with is that uh, if we let go and we're just with it, um, it's amazing if we're conscious in that moment what we can see landing right in front of us. And I think that is tied to the adrenaline junkie as well. I uh, spent some time in Costa Rica myself and got an invitation to get to know Rick a little bit better through a friend in line that taught trance dance, and she's down in Uvita with Rick. And so when I came to Costa Rica and moved to Costa Rica, same intention as yours, Rick, to stay there forever. I'm going to stay here forever. But I literally got off the plane in Costa Rica, and I thought, oh, my gosh, this is, this is what oneness really is. It really is. And I could feel the peace in that, in that country through my whole entire soul. And as you guys are sharing about adrenaline, 
I didn't realize or I didn't put a word on I, I my adrenaline is over the top. I, all I knew is my intu- intuition told me it was all too much. The car honking, the people, the busyness, that I really lost my way. Um, I, I would consider myself losing my way because I couldn't hear my inner voice anymore. And so I was living in Utah, and my background is a lot of hunter-gather work. So I work with a lot of practitioners. I put on events. I write books. I put websites together, all about what these amazingly whole health-focused people are doing and what they want to create in their lives. And I (laughs) was suffering from a lot of adrenaline trying to make that happen for them. And so I decided that I could do my work from anywhere and move to Costa Rica. So I get down there, and I'm in heaven. I probably did the same thing that you've done, Rick, which is breathe, swim in the ocean, ride my bike. I did work. Um, I created, as a matter of fact, my company um, currently online. It's called the EVA, and it stands for Energy Vibration of Abundance. And so I spent my days on and off the Internet, but most of the time at the beach or on my bike, and it was just the rest that I needed, you know, to kind of get a grip. And um, my uh, my personal experience with my adrenaline uh, goes in a different form than, than yours, Nikki, in the sense that my form goes into mental uh, not kind words. So it would be you're not doing it fast enough, good enough, um, and that you know that's a sickness in itself. Those are toxic thoughts. Oh, there, there. I'm. I'll stop you right there, Cam, because there was a lot of that going on. I mean, I'm. Yeah. Since we're we're being honest and we're being authentic, I I got to the point um, where two weeks ago, where I looked at my husband and said, I don't want to do the radio show anymore. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to talk yeah. to Rick. I don't want to feed the kids. Yes. I literally didn't want to bother getting out of bed and getting dressed. My yeah. depression was so bad that I just didn't care. I didn't care if the dogs ate. My <laughs> my dogs couldn't make me smile. My cat would jump on my bed and 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 purr. And there's nothing more beautiful than the purring of a cat. Yeah. And I would I would just push him away. Everything yeah. made me angry. Absolutely everything. Everything and because yeah. I was getting more and more angry, I was myself up. I was looking in the mirror and hating what I saw, yes. hating it yes. because yes. I—that's not me. Yeah. And yet it is that you know nothing it, I, I was doing was good enough. It was amazing because I go, I, I was, I got to be crazy in Costa Rica, which was so amazingly fun. So because you know it's very quiet there. And I had a house right by the water in Uvita. And I wasn't even in the city part of Uvita. I was out in the, the wild country, you know. And I, I would just walk around the house and i go, do you hear how you're talking to yourself? Do you know how cruel that is? Do you have any idea how cruel that is? <laughs> I would. I, yes. I just started putting it outside of myself. Yes. So I'd hear this, oh, you didn't do that right. And blah, blah, blah. i go, do you hear yourself? And then I, I thought one of the things that I really love about myself is that I'm like the biggest cheerleader in the entire planet. Um, I have great kids because I'm such a great cheerleader. I'm like, what are you doing? That is the coolest damn thing I've ever heard in my life. 
do that. And I have always been like that. But one of the things I had to come to peace with is that I was getting in this whiny victim bullshit about, well, where's my cheerleader? Because we can go there, too, you know. Well, gosh, you know, like, I don't exactly. know, like a cheerleader, and I'm just thinking that somebody, and then I'm talking out loud, and I go, uh, how about yourself? How about you being your best cheerleader? So then it created that whole dialogue about when I, 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 I actually, in Costa Rica, I actually completely didn't hear what I'm telling myself. And I'm like, oh, you're kidding. Like, I would never speak that way to anyone. Anyone. We're our own worst enemies. And, and so I just started confronting it in a really kind way. And one of the tools that I absolutely love and could hang out in all the time is Oh Pono. You know, where you're like, wow, I so have to forgive myself for all the mean things I've ever said. I'm wow. really sorry I've talked to you like that. Are you kidding me? I'm so sorry. And I, I, I mean, you know, thank goodness I was in Costa Rica and I could look like a lunatic, you know. And I had one of those ranchero houses, Rick. I know you've seen them, where you have the whole lower floor open. Right. And I, I just wandered around. There's monkeys. There's, I mean, one morning I woke up and there was a horse in my yard, and I'm like, wow. Oh, hi. (laughs) It was an amazing experience, but like you, and I didn't know, when I left Costa Rica, I didn't know that I wasn't coming back in two weeks because that was the game plan, but um, what I do is that I'm really about, I'm really a cheerleader in the sense of my outreach is about gathering people together and us creating a community to get the word out about these wonderful the people that literally teach seminars on Honopono, the, the people that are making organic soap. Um, Darling Kirsty, who introduced me to Rick in uh, Uvita, I am her cheerleader. She does trance dance, and she was up at a place called Eden Atenas with me, and she was talking about how she loves, she said, if I could do anything all day long, I would just dance. I would dance. I'm like, oh, I'll dance with you. Are you kidding so I said, will you do a trance dance for us? And there was four of us, right? And she set all the candles and she put on this most beautiful music and she walked us through an evening of trance dance. And, and I told her, I said, I was at Eden and Atenas, I think, for three weeks and you're my favorite night. Thank you so much. So it, it's so great for me to listen about people being up about what they're up about. And I see a huge calling for our world, for people to actually live in that space, that they're not having to do the eight to five, that they can figure out a way as a community to get it out there about the gifts that they have to bring. And I've always been so impressed and so honored to be able to say, oh my gosh, look at this person. Are you kidding? So... You know, it's it's a fun life that I have, and sounds uh, sounds a little familiar. We, you know, it's one of our you're the same. Our, our major pastime here at Everyday Connection is just kind of what we do. How yeah. awesome humans yeah. are! Yeah, hey, humans are yeah. awesome. And and uh, and I just want to add too uh, for the on the synchronicity page for everybody. Uh, yeah. Her buddy Kirsty that introduced us, even though we were Facebook friends for like ever. Uh, yeah. 
introduced us recently. That's uh, Bob, the famous Bob that you've heard about much on the show. That's Bob's girlfriend. Yes. So yeah, she was supposed to go back to England, I think, with other friends. Yeah, synchronicity rocks big time. But I suppose we would be remiss if we didn't ask the the infamous question. We've kind of covered it, I think, sort of a little. But I she covered it though. See, I think it's the natural oh, the natural cheerleading radio show host in her because she covered yeah. it. She answered it already. Yeah. Um. So she did. I'm not going to ask it because. She, I don't need to ask it. She covered it, and it's all good. Yeah, it was funny. You were talking, Cam, and you said, and it's, it's nice what I do, sit and back blah, 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 blah. And not yeah. have to do anything. When you said, <laughs> and for what I do, I'm, and I was like, see, there she goes, second half of the question. Because <laughs> that's it. We only I have, have one, so, you know. <laughs> I really do, and... um there was, there was another piece that I wanted to kind of go into because um, it attaches to Costa Rica and it attaches to uh, adrenaline fatigue, and that is living in the moment. Uh, one of the things that have, has calmed my adrenaline is that I really don't know what's going to happen next. I mean, I really don't. I didn't know about tonight. I didn't know about today. I get up in the morning, and even now I'm able to be in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, and detach from me thinking that I know what's going to happen. Or um, And the other thing that has really come to be, and maybe it's because I've spent a lot of time going, I'm so sorry I talked to you this way. I've been so much more loving to myself that I have a really easy, graceful way of moving out of any situation that I don't feel is easy and graceful. So that's really been a shift for me and uh, been kind to my adrenaline. Like, I don't need the high of somebody's drama directed at me, nor do I need to direct drama at somebody else. It's like, okay, you're just having a moment here, and you don't really know how this is going to turn out. You just don't. And if I need to shift or move move down the river a little bit further... I just easily do it. And I think that's come from listening to me. I think it's a huge part of it is is listening to me. You know, modern modern world, you could go all day and not hardly hear yourself for the din of activity around you. And um distraction. And it's shocking to me. I I've gotten to the point uh, down here in Costa Rica where, you know, a bug lands on the back of my neck. I reach up, grab it, and throw it. I, I, I don't even do yeah. the karate dance that I used to do every time something happened. <laughs> but, but something really big flew through the, something really big fl- flew through the patio. It came right at my face, and it was right as I had just walked outside. So I didn't really even hardly have my bearings or anything. And, and I got to tell you that adrenaline that, got released because I did I went into the fight or flight because it was just this huge thing yeah. coming at my face oh yeah they're like helicopters um, uh-huh. <laughs> it, it, but it felt so it'd been a very very long time since anything including near death and car wrecks had made where I'd been able to feel the adrenaline release so distinctly and I was like yeah 
I stood there for like a, a full minute just standing there going, whoa, 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 what's going on? Because it was, and, and then I realized, you know, oh, I'm just feeling it more distinctly because I haven't been consistently bombarded with it. And yeah. because I think sort of like any other sort of an well, addiction, I, you I just learn to function. You're actually in the moment. <laughs> yeah. Kind of what happened to my body, I guess. You know, it's, uh, I went in, into these physical withdrawals because we got here, we moved to the mountains, my health got better, so I wasn't stressing about the pain. I wasn't in constant pain anymore because my health had improved. Uh, our family dynamic was absolutely blissful and wonderful and peaceful. My job's mm-hmm. awesome because I do this radio show and I get to write. Yeah. And I have a studio, and I'm happy, and I'm out in the middle of the bush, and it's peaceful and wonderful. And my body that had been punished, like punished with demands for adrenaline for over 20 years, because we're going back to my childhood. Like My childhood was seriously messed up. So I have been in fight or flight mode for almost 30 years. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I didn't have anything to be upset about or stressed about. And I wasn't doing anything like super energetic either because I was in peaceful painting, being away from the public mode for a little bit, be quiet. So I didn't have any, I wasn't exercising a lot because I was just getting my health back. And I didn't want to stress my back too much. So I wasn't getting, I wasn't giving my body any adrenaline at all. And I think I just had an overall systems crash. And I just, it took me a while to figure it out. But once I did, and once I started giving my body what it needed, right? So I started giving it the supplements it needs so that it can heal. And and the lady that I spoke to Mm -hmm. said, she said, you know, if this is 30 years, of adrenal abuse, you're going to be yeah. about a year before you're fully recovered. And all I can say is if it's going to be a year that I'm fully recovered and I'm feeling this good now, oh, yeah. my God, world, look out. Because next year, y'all are going to see some stuff. You know what I heard in your – I heard something else in your story as well. Um, you, you're adorable. You said, I, I don't want to do the radio show. I don't want to feed the kids. I don't want to respond to the dog. I don't even want to like the kitty. So what you did is you completely let go. You completely gave yourself permission to simply be. And typically when we simply be and somebody hears you, I think you said your husband heard you. So you're just like done, 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 done. That done typically passes. Where you go, oh, wait, um, wait a minute, I love the dog, I'm loving the kitty, I totally love the kitty, I totally love my radio show, so you picked it back up. And here's, totally the, here, here's the key That's to that, Sam, here's the key to that, because you just, you just touched on something really, really powerful. My husband's response to that yep. was, okay, yeah. take a year off, don't do anything. There it is. 
there it is. But you and you gave it voice because it's all the stuff that rolls around inside of us, like the should. Well, I can't just drop out. I can't not like the dog. I can't not feed my children. Right? It's that same voice, and and you know it's not a rational thought. Of course, you want to feed your kids and pet the dog and like the kitty and all that good stuff. But at that given moment, those those feelings of I'm just so tired. I'm just so done. And somebody said, you don't have to do it. You know what? We got you. We got you back. Yeah. How cool is that? And then you go, okay, never mind. I, I really want my you know, Rick, <laughs> And well, I like the doll. Rick, Rick said the same thing. You know, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the beauty of the life that I live. My daughter took over taking care of the house. My partner said, okay, whatever. I'll take care of the radio show stuff. My yeah. husband said, I'll pay the bills yeah. for the next year. Do whatever the hell you want. And at that moment, I was like, well, what I want is to get better so that I can love this life. <laughs> and that was that was their gift to me, was that complete, yeah, unconditional love. Yeah, we, we expect nothing girl. from you except for just to exist. Yeah. And that, that, that was a game changer. That woke core, me up. Core love response for you. That is, that is like straight to we just, we love your energy, be here. You know, and get better. We're we're on your team, and I, that's that's what I heard in your story. I I heard not so much that as we're expounding on it, and but what I heard right when you said it, that was your freedom right there. You got your freedom, and I don't mean from outside. I mean from inside when you actually gave it voice. You know, because I think we think we should be perfect. Yep. There's all kinds of you know. I find that. I find it comical, actually, that we are, what would we call, of like mind, uh, progressive thinking, uh, seekers of awakening, uh, being in an awakened state. We we like all that stuff. But then all of a sudden there's some guilt and shame that comes with that. Like, hell, I'm sick and I'm taking Maalox. (laughs) I should be only taking herbs and I should have grown them myself. I should have grown them in my garden. I should have went out there, you know. It, I should it, be able to has... overcome this with the power of intention. What happened? Yeah. I am not perfect. Really yeah, exactly. Why am up. I feeling pain? <laughs> I should be able to think myself out of this illness. Exactly. And what negative thoughts might I be having about myself? How about that one? Like, well, you create your own reality. Yeah. You create your own reality. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know? This? So I'm kind of moving away from all of that. You want to hear that when you're puking your guts out. When you're praying yes. to the porcelain god, you want to hear, you created this. Yeah. You did this. That's exactly what you want to hear, you know. Yes. And we're not so good about patting ourselves on the back when something magnificent that's just a miracle that lands in your lap. Oh, I made that too. You know, we we really are, you know, I just think falling in love with everything, including those little silly voices in your head that say you should have grown that herb. But you're, if you're going to eat that out of the garden to heal your flu, then you probably should have grown it. You know, so we need to start listening and, and letting go. It's just like, oh, don't, you know, don't put a new set of rules on yourself about how we're to be about that, you know. And I'm, I, I'm so moving into... It's a it's a cool little journey I'm on most recently personally, and that there is no good and bad. 
And I and a lot of people are having some just like you, Nikki, some pretty big fluctuations in their lives towards the end of this year of uh, 2013. And like my days can look like a rock fell in the middle of it, and then a really great diamond fell in the middle of it. Rock, diamond, rock, and my days are like that. And it's just like this is just really interesting. And the key that I'm finding, not like I'm trying to do something, but watch how you determine what is good and bad instead of this is just the way your day is going. Like today I got a virus. You know, remember, Rick, we talked this morning about getting my directory out there, yeah. like 6,000 people so that they can uh, be in the window of opportunity to sign up on the darn thing. So I'm working on it, right? Uh, editing it, making sure the grammar is absolutely pristine. <laughs> And it gets a virus. It gets a, a major board. It is like got inbox things, and I worked on it and worked on it and worked on it. So instead of determining, I, I, so I watched how I was determining my day is not good. So I thought, okay, this is just what is. So there's something that um, is going to get ironed out from this, and maybe um, it's going to get better than it already was. And the truth is, is the webmaster put on uh, a directory that I didn't much care for. And um, so I got a chance that it has a virus and I need the one that I really like put on there now. So that's what's happening now. So, you know, what All do right. I know about synchronicity? <laughs> I don't know awesome. what the ways to the ends to the means is. I'm not, I don't believe that I'm in charge. I think we're all one. I think there's a universal order working here. And if it was just Cam's way, uh, we'd probably all be at the beach and um, talking out loud to ourselves or something. I don't know what we'd be doing, but I, I'm a global, I'm a global vibrational energy that is connected to all things. And if I push or I pull back or I think that I got it going on, um, I'm generally in trouble. If I just remember that I'm vibrating at the level of whatever needs to happen right at that moment. And yes, I put intentions out there, and I jump up and down. I do this thing. I should. I'll film it for you, Rick, because you asked for that film. I do a happy dance. It's fabulous. And so, you know, I'm very happy when things are leaning into the good. But it's me that determines that it's bad. Instead, of, and so I'm looking at that these days. Like, how come you're determining this is bad? Maybe it needs to go in a different direction. Be in the river. Go with it. Yeah, because it is, you know, it is what it is. It is you know, what it is. It, 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 what are you going to do about it? You're, yeah. You can declare it bad and, and begin a war, if you like. Right. And, you know, I, the way that the war on drugs and the war on immigration and the war on terrorism have been going, I'm thinking next year yeah. we should declare war on jobs and, and universal health care <laughs> see how that goes. But, yeah. but it, it, or you can just be and like. Standardized education. You know, um, the the folks here in Costa Rica, uh, Pura Vida, and then on you go. And but there is there there is something too. I think not to like try to shift back in in, in the conversation. This oh, please do. you were talking about how Gene like it, it, I don't want to do the radio show. I don't want to talk to Rick. I don't want to talk to the dog. Yeah. I don't want to hear the cat purr. Kill it. Yeah. It there's like been this deconstruction 
2013. Like everything, uh-huh. if you if you allow it and don't fight it too hard, just everything goes. You just everything down to the cat yeah. purr and everything. So we have this unique opportunity then to start now, start January 1st. It seems a 2014 energy for whatever reason. I can't hardly seem to get – I'm pulling the ripcord on my lawnmower, and I can't get it started. Uh, and the lawnmower is looking back at me and going, January, January, every time I try to pull the cord. But yeah. we have this opportunity now to – Rather than just, you know, here's this big mountain of stuff I've been carrying on my shoulders for all this while, you know, and 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 for years in my life anyway, you got sick. When you got better, you you picked that whole big caravan of crap back up on your shoulders. Yeah. We have the uh, this unique opportunity to pick and choose and go. Yeah, okay, I I like you. I'll take you. I'll take you. And no, you stay there, and not you as in people, but things, jobs, situations, energies, whatever. Um, And it, because it really is, you know, I mean, there's things about being back in a city like Phoenix is, uh, not quite as much of a city as Houston is, but thank God for that. Um, But there's some things that I'm looking forward to. And then there were some things that I was kind of dreading. And I've decided to just not dread those. And I'm just not going to yeah. participate in those. I'm just not going to play that part of the game, you know. And um, because we're not just in one gym all together, the whole planet, and we're all playing dodgeball, and you're the one that always gets smacked in the head, you know. It there's it's a gigantic <laughs> playground, and there's all these different games going on, so you just get to pick. And... Um, but I think it took some of this deconstruction here at the end of the year of, you know, finally, screw it. Rah. Yeah. It's all about me. That's why it's everydayconnection.me. Oh. And but that's a little is, help though, for here's, that. Here's the thing. With all, of, with all of that, there's this wonderful, beautiful thing that we have called choice. See, there's my radio partner saying, okay, whatever, I'll take care of stuff over here. Um, our wonderful angel, Jennifer, coming on board and saying, I'll take care of scheduling guests. My husband's saying, take a year off, do whatever you want. My 16-year-old daughter saying, sure, I'll feed the 12-year-old, I'll feed the dogs. That was an opportunity for me to sit on my butt coming into 2014 and do nothing. Yeah. But that's not the life I want to live. So I had to make a choice. And that's where it comes in. You have a choice. You always have a yes. choice. Yeah, I saw that in your story. I saw that because you spoke your choice at the moment, because it was a moment, you spoke your choice at the moment, then you got to pick everything up that you were inspired by again. It's like you set the baggage down of all of the things that you were looking at that seemed heavy at the time. And then you picked it back up and said, but I love this, and I love this, and I'm glad to be well. But there's a rinsing out, I think, that's happening now. Um, I, I, I sense it for myself, where I'm I'm rinsing out of belief systems that I've got to, you know, be all that and more. And when things start getting, uh, we've all experienced it, where, you know, oh, so-and-so, what's this for me? I said I'd commit to that at this time, and this is happening here, and and all of that kind of stuff, to be able to set it down 
and learn how to do that in the moment and then pick up what you want uh, to focus on. Make amends where you can't. Keep your word. I just said uh, Facebook. Is Facebook amazing or what? I read yesterday on the Facebook. It packed me most of the day. I had it in my thoughts. It was pretty fun. And a gal had written that she went and sat with a, a, a millionaire and and he coached her. And one of the things that he said is close your circuits. Um, and that meant her, close your electrical circuits. He said complete what you've started. And he said, so look at the circuits that aren't closed in your life. Oh, my gosh, I didn't drop that letter off that is that I said I would at, you know, whatever, yesterday when I said I was going to do that. He said, go through the day and close all the circuits that are open and that, that can be closed. And then step into the circuits that you want to do that are alive and well. And that he said, that is my one way of being successful. He said, it takes all the stress off. Because we really are quite intelligent beings. And we have this ability to multitask in our brain. And we don't even know we're doing it. Somewhere floating around in your head where you broke your word. Or where you didn't finish up. And it's fine that you don't finish up. But you got to tell the other person or whoever's involved that you didn't finish up. And you need to, you know, take another week. So what I heard you doing was taking, you're just like, wow, I'm just on overload. And my body is trying to dump. I'm, I'm quite impressed with the, the week that you generated for yourself. To, I mean, you might as well have sent, sent yourself to a meditation camp. Or, or, or six months in uh, like, Costa Rica. Or six months in Costa Rica. So that, you know, the body will do what the body needs to do. And the spirit will do what the spirit needs to do. And to me, everything that you're describing... As hideous as it is, as far as growing up, you've been on a spiritual awakening. That's what's happened to you. Again. 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 Read it out yourself and experiencing and looking and seeing with self. And wow, no wonder you just feel. um, I've had that as well, where I'm just so on the other side of it. And there's like all this wisdom in front of me of what I've been, been kind of dealing with that just doesn't serve me anymore. And the ability yeah, to be authentic. This, this time, it wasn't about anybody else. It's always been, yeah. you know, I, every time I go through this, it's always been about helping other people and doing for other people and responsibility right. and, and my place in the world. And this time, it was like, no, no, I don't care. I'm done. Right. I'm ready to go home. I don't give a shit. I'm finished. I'm going to lie here, and I'm going to do nothing until figure out what it is I want to do. And I beat myself up for that for a little while but then I had these little voices in my head called Rick and my husband Pascal and my daughter saying it's okay figure it out and you know um, that's who George is what is George but the people in my life who come to tell me the right thing at the right time that's George so I had to listen to George because that's George's answer to my my quandary what am I doing next what am I doing now what am I doing yeah. and why? 
you know? And, and so it, but it had to be about me. I, at the end of the yeah. journey, when you, you, how many, how many times do you have to go through this before you get to the point where it has to be about you and your happiness? <laughs> Yes. And screw the rest of the world. I love the radio show listeners, yes, and I love the I'm guests that we have on, I'm but happy to screw have... them. Screw them. Yes. Yes, because the bottom line is when we're happy, so are the kids, so are the dogs, so are the people around us. And it's, you know, we really want, exactly. we want that. But them first and you exhausted never work. And, and, and all of us have done that. All of us have done that where you get to the point where you're just spent. And, um, you know, you're just amazing in the sense that knowing that you got there, just like you got there. Because there's a reframe from that the next time around when it gets closer, when you're overtired, you know you've got a team around you. How cool was that to learn that? How, what a great gift your illness yeah, was where you found out about the people around point. you. Even more. I, I mean, they've they've been they've been here through the physical stuff, like a hundred and fifty percent, you know. But there was no physical explanation for this whatsoever. I wasn't yeah. in a great deal of pain. I hadn't put my back out again. I wasn't having a reaction of mold. I wasn't having bronchitis or something stupid going on with my lungs. There was no physical reason for me to be. Yeah in that state of mind. This was purely emotional and mental. That's yeah, very cool. And there was still no judgment. And there was still yeah. no judgment. That's awesome. Why? So did I marry the right one? Yeah, I did. Damn right I did. Yeah. Am I going to let him go? Hell no. Is my partner perfect for me? Yes. My radio show partner is perfect for me. Why? Because he gets it. Is my daughter amazing? Absolutely. She is. You know, and that's, yeah. that's my core center, and that's the team I have around me. And, I mean, you know, I mean, I get as much unconditional love from my family as I do from my animals, and that's, that's saying a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any... You know, not many people can say that about their life. So that's something to, to be really, really grateful for and, and to carry me through the next time I have one of these weird, going to take some time out moments. Unfolding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know you got a team and you can just be like, okay, I'm going to be over here on the couch. Y'all, you know, okay, we got it covered. No problem. Exactly. You'll be all right. Yep. So we, you mentioned way back at the beginning, we've reached our... Midway point in a little she path. She did mention. But you, you mentioned that Ho'oponopono. And, um, I love that. We have yes. a beautiful song that we uh, play often from our dear friend Ina V. And uh, I certainly couldn't think of playing anything else tonight. Um, so Aww. we will have some uh, Ina V. Uh, it's called Earth Prayer, but it is based on uh, Hawaiian Ho'oponopono. So y'all enjoy the tunes, and we will be right back. So stay with us, folks. We feel it all. 
All right. Welcome back, everybody. Again, that was our friend Ina V. You can uh, find her at inav.com. That's E-N-A-V-I-E.com. And do drop by and visit. Check out the Earth Prayer Project. She's doing some amazing philanthropic work with the uh, proceeds from that song, Earth Prayer. So very cool stuff, Ina V. And her partner, Howard Lipp, as well. But we're back here with uh, Cam. Oh, and we, have, we have ringing sound. Uh-oh. Yeah, what? Hello? Hi. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about the connection being better. Maybe we shouldn't talk on that. So I'll just leave that. Huh? I was actually just typing into Skype. So are we doing the second part in the morning over coffee? Like, what's going on? <laughs> right. If it fails us again, we can do that in the morning over coffee. Part. Uh, but Perfect. we'll 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 get through this probably. We don't have too much longer to go. About twenty minutes. Yeah, uh, I mean it's cool with me. If it's cool with you guys, I don't care. I don't have anything to do tomorrow, so except housework. Whee! Yeah, I I gotta go pay bills and pack. That's right. But, uh, today. Yeah, I gotta go to town. <laughs> I'm gonna go by. I did discover for any Costa Rican travelers, you know, it was what the hotel I'm gonna be staying at is different oh. than our usual one, and yeah. um, and where. Gene and I were always able to pay our exit tax the night before at the hotel. Well, I come to find out, you can do it at any bank of Costa Rica. I just go in there, walk in there tomorrow, sit down, wait 45 minutes, and it'll be done. Really? Nah. That would be so much wow. better than trying to figure out how to do it at 6 a.m., 5.30 a.m. Yeah. Oh, and you know what I realized today, Rick? What's that? Remember that guest we had on that talked about the Costa Rican banks and how they all have chairs and everybody sits and waits patiently. Yeah. I just realized that in Quebec, and I've never seen this in any other province in Canada, and I've been to almost all of them now, that in Quebec, God bless those Europeans, every bank I've been in has chairs. You take a number, you sit in the chair, and you wait. Yeah. Oh, really? I've never seen it before. and, And nobody's... Nobody's standing around tapping their watch and getting all huffy. They're actually sitting there having conversations with their neighbors. Yep. It's wonderful. It's the darndest thing, isn't it? And to think, you know, first first exposure, you can think it's horrible, you know. And there's still people I know that have been down here for years that still complain about that, and it's never bothered me at all. For one thing, it's air-conditioned in the banks down here. And you know, but you do. I walked in one day with uh, uh, Rosemary from up the road, and there was no one else in the bank except employees. Okay, nobody, no customers, and we were still directed to a video monitor thing where we had to punch in what we wanted to do, and then it issued us a number, and then we sat down. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and then after a while, somebody called us up. You know. And um, uh, but it does. You go in there, and there'll be half a dozen people in there, and they're just all sitting doing their thing, and you know, maybe talking to their friend and whatever. And, they, and there's nothing. 
There's nothing quite like looking at that monitor and not understanding the damn thing that it says. I mean, which uh, button do you push? I got a, I got a, I got a selection of A, B, and C, and I don't know because it's all French. I don't have a clue. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. But I just picked a random one and ran with it. Um, but, yeah, no, it was nice. I actually had a minute to look around, and that story came to mind about the Costa Rican banking. And I, I, I noticed that this bank was doing it, too, and then I thought to the other banks I'd been in, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, they're all like that here. Mm-hmm. So, how and poor, cool that? And poor Jane, she comes to Costa Rica. You got to look at a monitor and try to figure out what to push in Spanish that she can't understand. And now she's got to do it in French okay. at home. <laughs> poor thing. I, I probably would have understood it in Spanish better than I did in the French. I'm so bad with French. Wow, shameful. But there it is. But there it is, ladies and gentlemen. What I thought was funny was going to. I I did the loaded phone. I didn't know what to do with a phone. So I got one of those prepaid, whatever, Costa Rican phone. And I thought, well, who do I need to call in Costa Rica, which was a cab or a cab or something, you know, or somebody that I m- might think that I know. And yeah. I, so I'd have to go sit in the chair, same thing. But literally, I had to ring the bell to get in the building. And I thought, well, what's in this building that needs to be under lock and key? And they had all the rows of the chairs, and I pulled the thing, and they had two different sides you could sit on, and I had no idea. So one was about minutes, and one was about Internet and minutes. And as soon as finding my way around that, I was just like, my eyes were like deer in the headlight going, okay, <laughs> I don't know how to navigate at all. Yeah. <laughs> Costa Rica will teach you patience, if nothing else. Yes. I, I guarantee. It's shock get, therapy. You get all uptight. And they're completely calm. You go, I'm so American. So, um, we we do. You know, it goes back to that adrenaline. We think, oh my gosh, like just hyped up about everything. Got to hurry, got to hurry, got to go. And you end up thinking these evil thoughts yep. about the people in front of you in line, you know, because they're digging around, they can't find their whatever they need or whatever, and you're just like, you ignorant so and so. What? Get out of my way. Totally. Again, not really wow. that was a recommended totally way to talk to go. people. And my daughter, was, my daughter was commenting on my attitude in the store. She's looking at me <laughs> like I had ten heads because I'm getting – I don't do that out in public. I'll stand in line forever. I don't care. I'm like, whatever. I'll, I let eight seniors go in before me in the, into the bank today. And they all looked at me like I was nuts. I'm just like, they're, they're trying to tell me you got here first. And I'm like, yeah, but you're a senior. You respect people. Go, go, go. And, you know, that's my usual state of being. Where the hell do I need to be? It's five extra minutes. Who cares? Um, but two weeks ago, I was at the store and my daughter was like, Mom, relax. Like, yep. just relax. Because I was just all like, Ugh. Yep. That's that, that's that adrenaline monkey on the back. Not healthy. It's it's goofy stuff, and um, mm-hmm. uh, I I don't know what it takes for everybody, you know. And uh, probably living in Costa Rica for six months and really relearning. Yeah. Like you just, sometimes you know. sometimes that's what it takes, and and 
and it's funny because you know we like to there's people that have discovered things about me and, and been like oh my god you eat beef you eat pork you eat meat you're a, but you're a spiritual radio host ah yeah i'm a spiritual radio host and a spiritual seeker and yeah i still had to come to costa rica for six months and i really didn't exhale until about month four yeah um so I was apparently a hard case, you know, it took me that long to unwind. And, uh, uh, but really before that, I was a bit like one of those little wind up toys that goes bang, 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 bouncing around the table. And, yeah. you know, it just took a little while for me to exhale. And, um, and now we get to pick it back up. Piece well, at a time. Funny. Conscious making choices as opposed to just collecting all of the crud that life is about. It's, it's, it's almost not so much like, you know, Abraham Hicks, Abraham's famous buffet. You know, don't try to make them take that one item that you don't like off the buffet. Just choose what you do like. It was almost like up until you begin making the conscious choices, you take everything on the buffet and you're trying to carry it all around. You can't even eat it. And then after a while, it goes bad and starts to smell and you're still carrying it around. It's nutty stuff. Um, but part of that, picking it back up, tell us about um, a little bit about your uh, energy vibration of abundance because that sounds cool. like the title. Well. I'll start way back when. How about that? Okay. I, have, uh, I have a couple of sons. I have a son that was that came to me just early in life. I was 18 years old and graduated from high school and found out I was pregnant. So I had this child um, who I adore, and he was the easiest child in the entire world to raise. So he was a straight-A Student, he's uh, and now a, he's a Continental Airline pilot, and he's a military pilot. And uh, so we would just—I I mean, I just said, "Thank you, God! Are you kidding me?" <laughs> Pretty much with everything that he ever did. And uh, then about nine years later, because I thought maybe it would be a good idea to go to college, um, I went to college, and I did marry uh, the kid's dad, and uh, both of us went to college. And I had my second born, and my second born came out screaming, and I think he finally stopped when he was about 27, just a pain in the potato, major creative force, uh, difficult, allergic, although I didn't know it at the time, to pretty much all foods, and he reacted in an emotional way. So that's what, that's what threw me into finding out more, because the last thing I wanted to do uh, was medicate him in any form or fashion. So we get Jonathan provided for me different modalities, different healing things. I mean, the kid, the kid was all the kid just had it all. Shy of a colonic, I, I just don't think I could have gotten away with that. But I'd mix up herbs in a bowl and applesauce, and you know, I was pretty much the crazy lady at the school, and a lot of things did make a difference for him. And it turned out that at 15, he was finally diagnosed with what's called a central auditory learning disability. So he has dyslexia of the hearing. So he hears B's as P's. 
And the kid is so amazingly intelligent that most people with that disability have a, a, a speech impediment, and yet he's a he's very much like me. He's very gifted in conversation. And uh, when he was tested, he was at second year college communication, but all the other stuff was just so difficult for him. So I I got the idea to put together because we had spent so much money, and thank goodness we had some. Um, with private schools and all these different things that, that he really needed to have. And uh, I thought that back in the day, which it was about 2000, the year 2000, I thought there wasn't anybody describing what these things are. And being a mom that would try on just about anything uh, to help her son, um, I felt like if they, if I had a description of what I was stepping into, you couldn't put a diagnosis. So in other words, if you think it's this, then you want to try that because then you were prescribing and I had no business prescribing anything. So I put out in the front of the book, um, read about these these therapies and then find the person that you feel called to and interview them, talk to them. So that was my very first hunter-gatherer. Look at these great people. Here's what they do. Here's a description. Do your due diligence and find out who the right person is for you. And of course, as you guys both know, it, it is a process, and uh, you need one thing at one time to clear something and something, you know, later on down the road. But that's my, you know, I really contribute my zest for that out of the need to know and uh, a place for those things to be together. And so I put the, the Utah Guide to Healthy Living together, and then I got a publisher that picked me up for the National Guide to Alternative Healthcare, and I did that one. And then, uh, and that ran for about three years, and I updated it. That's when I had my own radio show. I did interview the people in my book. So my life really hasn't changed much since then. Uh, what I have now is called Energy Vibration of Abundance. Um, I've since and always been in promoting, being about, listening to, showcasing healers. And so Eva is the same. And in our directory that has a virus today, <laughs> our, in our directory is where people can list. And now it's, of course, got Facebook, LinkedIn, a bio about who they are, what's their Twitter handle, so on and so on, and where's their location. Now we have GeoMaps. So it really is the Utah Guide, but it's, you know, it's worldwide. And I see it very much that way. And my brother... And I were going over my website. He was giving me uh, feedback on structure. And he said, you know, you really have the Angie's list for alternative healthcare practitioners. And I said, oh, yeah, it's the Angie's list. So, and then I was speaking with um, uh, uh, Addison. And he was so brilliant. He goes, do you do realize that you can download your directory and then set it so that people can download it onto their Kindle? And I went, oh, my gosh, I love that, you know, that you're in a city and you, you've you got your Kindle and it's already got the directory in it. And so I really see it that big. And uh, it was I've probably been working on the project now for, I think I'm getting close to a year, and it came through a download uh, from the Divine, and I was having my morning coffee, and I just heard that, you know, it's time for practitioners, healers, people that are rather than making jewelry with crystals and stones or trance dance or 
whatever it is for them to be full time in what's going what they are really on the planet to do. And how we know it's what we want to do is it makes us really happy. And we just we just have this core feeling, well, Eva makes me really, really super happy. And so I love it when the new practitioner comes in. I love it when people like Addison and Rick and uh, Nikki Jean come in and say, oh, you're doing what? And I'm like, yeah, I'm putting all these people. And I got the coolest person today. And so I'm very thrilled about my uh, my calling. And uh, Jonathan, my youngest, was definitely a segue to learning about putting things together so that people could find what's going on. You know, we... We do want to pay attention to where our money goes, and there were some things I could have probably bypassed with Jonathan and other things I couldn't, but the truth was as I was really walking in the dark way back when, and we've got all kinds of new therapies coming on all the time, all the time. Uh, Rick was telling me today that there's an Indiegogo, I think it is, um, that she's talking about a pill that relieves the brain from the addiction of alcohol. To uh, it, It's just like... To be on the uh, on the edge of whatever is happening, whether it's sacred geometry or uh, medicines or herbology or honopono on a spiritual level, that's where I want to be, and I want uh, the experts to be talking about it. So, and by the way, Jonathan turned out really good. He's in Hawaii right now, and he's the first unit cameraman in the movie industry. And so he's got a great eye. Nice. <laughs> nice. Very, very beautiful. Yeah. I call well, him like, oh, where are you? I can meet you there. Yes. No, Mom. Take, I can carry the camera for you. Something. Um, I can stop. I'll be the You know, <laughs> it's all good. So, uh, and I really contribute that to letting things be what they are and not, you know, not bending it. I'm not a gross. I'm not. I am not pro medications, and I'm, I'm not anti either. I'm not in resistance about it. But I, I knew in my gut to give a, a you know, an eight-year-old class three narcotic. It was not something I was going to be. So it really, it really turned the light bulb on for me. And uh, my oldest one, Jason, I, I just love the path of life. But I had him so young. He just taught me that there were other people on the planet. So that's what it has to do is that, you know, at 18, pretty selfish. So, <laughs> so my life is really good. Yeah, and that's got to be awesome, having a United pilot for a son. You get to travel inexpensively. <laughs> you know, they merged, uh, Continental United merged this last year. Right. And they, so get this, get this. It, they don't even charge me tax. It's not like it's a dollar for me to fly to New York. It's nothing. Yeah. It's almost uncomfortable. Like, I walk on the plane, I'm like, don't you want some money? Because this is almost two years, but I'm getting used to it. <laughs> well, and, and you know, being a gatherer, that, uh, that'll that be a fantastic tool. But I, I love what you're doing. Yeah. I love the idea of uh, Angie's List for, you know, holistic treatments. Or, um, because there isn't quite one. It's kind of what... Um, Addison and Nikki and I brewed up one morning over coffee about uh, uh, radio network, and um, now Addison's going to be doing uh, some uh, mentoring and training, and and I'll be doing some of the one-on-ones there in in, uh, uh, a group that he's putting together to, 
you know, you, you, people have been telling you for years you ought to write a book. Now you've decided you ought to, but okay, gosh, how do you do that? And how do you get it published? And how do you promote it? And what is the, should I pay? Should I not? Should I, wow, what do I do? And, yeah. and same thing for radio, budding radio hosts so that we can, you know, sort of all come together on this deal. Exactly. And, um, and as a community, um, assist each other. That's really what community once meant. It wasn't, you know, the place that you went for cocktails once a week. Um, and um, uh, it's going to be a very exciting 2014. That's that's all I really know for sure. Um, and um, I kind of want to expound on what you're saying. Yeah. Um, it, is, it is super cool. Like, I see my audience as twofold. I see the general public being able to get what they need and get answers. I also have a, a desire to do it. You're speaking about, we, we did talk about this morning. I'm so excited. But we talked about webinars for these practitioners that are really, you know, I mean, they do things like crystals or they do something that they're very into, but the marketing end and the lack of support there, they do this radio and this is how you'd go about it. This is how we'll outreach. This is how you can outreach. Uh, you know, kind of walk people through in an area that they need to know about, but they don't need to be an expert about it. So I see a table, a platform of really wonderful uh, coaches, meaning you, meaning Addison, uh, meaning others that will come on board to coach people into being able to get their marketing out there get the word out there about what who they are and what they're about. Beyond excited about that. Really cool. Yeah, it's going to be very, very cool. And um, uh, so everybody be sure and stay tuned about that. And where can they where can they go to find out about EV of A? That's exactly where it is. It's www.evofa. And uh, we call her an EVA. And it's mm-hmm. Energy Vibration Abundance. Right. So the there, there you have it, folks. E V of A. That's E V O F A. Uh, dot com. Stop. And um, yeah. uh, some amazing stuff that, went on. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and be watching for more because Cam's in Phoenix. I'm going to be in Phoenix shortly, so uh, we're we're going to be doing some stuff together. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I am a Phoenix. There's a Phoenix right there. And you are a Phoenix. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, ma'am. So I'll be I'll I'll be um I'll be piping piping in um via the the radio show which will be part of course of the network and I'll I'll be stopping by every once in a while as a radio show host to remind people um that they have this wonderful platform and it's really just about getting over their fears because that's been my big part of the journey with the radio show is that I was petrified of talking in public. I was petrified of sharing my story. I was hiding my truth from the world because I didn't, I, I, I couldn't embrace who I was. So I'll be over here encouraging everybody to just step into their truth and step into the magnificence of their being and just run with it. So that they can utilize these amazing platforms that these brilliant people are providing for them to be able to do that. Yay. The other thing that I'm excited about, too, is you're moving. I mean, I think um, 
articles, information, movies. So I, I see so much interaction with all that is being created. And I'm really it, excited about your. It's funny, I was here. I was going to mention that because it was sort of you know she was going to she was going to tell these kids stories because her story wasn't good enough. And now the way that it's come when she's discovered that her story of transformation is good enough. Now the movie's going to sort of include both because they're going to yeah. do uh, yeah. some new And filming. I had nothing to do with it. I had nothing to do with it. It was the director <laughs> who, who took it and, and said, no, we got to do this. And um, so, yeah, it's, Again, it's, got a it's, team. A really, it's going to be a really cool dynamic. And we're, we're hoping to get him on the air soon so that we can have him come on and we can talk about the, the story and, and how this all came about and what are we going to do next? Um, as I said, I was sick last week, so I didn't get anything done. Uh, but this week and this weekend, I should be catching up with him. And, and so we'll have more news for the listeners next time they, and they it could, hear from it us. It could be. I'm, this is not official word. I have no relationship to the movie, except that people that are related to it are good friends of mine. But uh, it could be that this time next year, you could be getting your friends a copy of... Uh, beyond strength for going under their tree. It's just possible. I don't know anything yeah, about Yeah, I believe. And before we, before we wrap it up, because I believe that that date came out of the mouth of Michael, didn't it? It did. It Since did. we were talking about Michael earlier, and I know that Cam wanted to touch on that briefly tonight before we be wrap up the show, and that, yeah, that date, I, none of us have actually discussed a date for release, but Michael, via one of our other guests, came out with uh, December next year sometime. So, you know, I mean, that could be it. That could be, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe a yeah. movie premiere in Phoenix. In Scottsdale, actually. Oh, <laughs> God, that'd be cool. Wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't that so be cool? cool? Yeah, I think that'd be so that'd fun. That'd be cool. And uh, I was going to pull up. Uh, Michael's article, but apparently my uh, browser can't find the internet. Uh, it thinks there is none just now. <laughs> so <clears throat> we're talking over something. I don't know. Uh, we do we have a lot of guests at Casa Ramon. They're probably all using the internet. Um, as one of my requirements for the relocation of Phoenix was really high-speed internet again. But um, no, the big thing was that Take a look at the fact that, yes, you've been out there in the people, places, things, experiences, but now you have a brand new vehicle in which to go experience these things. And so pick and choose and go. And that was the gist of the article. That's what, That was my takeaway from it. And it's yeah. that thing of having a it, it dovetails right in with this us talking about just everything being finally stripped away, and so it, that's that new vehicle, and uh, that rebirth of the phoenix rising from the ashes, um, and uh, Cryon has talked a lot lately about the eagle and the condor flying together. Well, I think that 2014 is the year that the phoenix is going to be streaking all over the sky. Uh, because too many long and new spiritual 
seekers and teachers. Uh, I don't want to use that dreaded light worker word, but have all talked about being in this same sort of energy and that now they feel like they're coming out of it. So uh, it, it just, I think it's, it's pregnant to explode. You know, its delivery is imminent. Labor has started and, you know, now it's December. We finally all got our, uh, what, do you, what do you get, the, the spinal thing that they give you when you're having kids? The, Oh, uh, epidural. 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 We've all had our December epidural, and we're ready now to give birth with grace and ease, or at least a little more grace and ease. Uh, I don't know why it wasn't, you know, more apparent to me, you know, when I would think about back in like 2010, think about 2013, I was like, ah, it's just be bliss. It's birth. It, it's a violent yeah. process. No, it's a transition. It is yeah. a violent process. Absolutely. And um, so it's just it's just going to be. Well, it is awesome. Right this minute, I'm not. Don't get me wrong, but there are some things on the horizon for this next 12 months that I think will be blowing blowing people's socks off. You know, like having a pope that used to be a bouncer at a nightclub. <laughs> I never would have come now. The Pope used to be a bouncer at a nightclub. Uh, yep, oh, he did. Frankie, I love you. Uh, goodness gracious. You know, so if we can have one of those, I figure that the the slate is clean and that the possibilities are wide open. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's going to be a blast to uh, do it, and I'm thrilled to be. One of our one of our last shows of the year, getting in our last couple of weeks of the year, uh, with folks that are going to be around to uh, enjoy 2014 with. So, yay! You guys are awesome. Great. Humans are awesome. Kind of makes sense, awesome. though, right? I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna wrap up the last couple of shows of the season, you might as well do it with the people that are going to be celebrating with you in the new year. Might as well. It's kind of how you spend. Don't you spend New Year's Eve with? your family and friends and the people that you want to be surrounded by in the, in the, the new year is not the tradition. Um, so it makes sense. Absolutely. It totally makes yeah. sense. George, George does that so well. He really does. I, I, it, which brings me to giving the big thanks to Cam for, uh, we had another scheduling mix up tonight and we had a, um, an occurrence that Cam couldn't be with us on uh, when her, she was originally scheduled and we were going to reschedule her, but look, George did it. All rescheduled, and we didn't even know. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so you know, uh, it was funny because we we did talk the day after that I wasn't on. Yeah. And, was, and we we talked for such a long time about the things the things that we vibrationally matched about with our intentions uh, for community in the in the globe, and we both agreed. It was like God. I'm so glad we had this conversation. Because we had a feeling for, you know, where everybody was at. Yeah, we just had to, yeah, yeah. Had to have a little more time to, to mesh some more of it together so we could talk about it. Yeah. So, so listen, everybody, get by and um, visit Cam online at evofa.com. And be sure to stop okay. by our website, too, at everydayconnection.me, because it's all about me, no matter which one of us me's is reading it. And, um, and 
keep your eye out for the exciting things that are coming because, uh, you know, these are just the exciting things we have coming next year. Can you imagine what the world is going to turn out next year? Wow. Wow. Blows me away just thinking about it. And and thanks again, Cam, for sharing your evening with us. Your time, talent, and treasure. Very awesome. We look forward to some wonderful stuff to come. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was fun. All right, Jean. I guess uh, it's that time again. So everybody join us again next time. You never know who might show up. Um, and because uh, obviously sometimes we don't know who's going to show up, and uh, so but as soon as we find out, we'll let you know. But until then, to our mother, to each other, and especially to yourselves, stay connected. Have a great now, everybody. Join Jean and Rick again next time. Until then, visit their website at everydayconnection.me and subscribe for news and updates. Stop by their Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection and join the conversation. You can also subscribe on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your Everyday Connection. Ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See Jared.com slash price match for details. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See Jared.com slash price match for details.